This is day five of our retreat together. We'd like to take the time to uh, speak about the meditations again with you. The day uh, here, giving more priority to the uh, general uh, state of mind. I'll explain that in a moment or two. Just a short reminder with regard to uh, the days so far. There is no kind of hierarchy um, with the meditation practices and with the objects of meditation. It is that our um, experience itself, in a way, is the uh, criteria and each of the meditations, the meditation objects, can and do uh, offer uh, uh, benefit both individually as well as in the variety. So on the first day, the mindfulness of the breathing and the regularity of um, including that here during uh, uh, the day, just remembering to breathe in and breathe out, it is such a valuable steadying, calming practice contributing to uh, equanimity to a sense of presence and just in the uh, details of the day might be the stream of thinking or distractions or stories or intellectualizations or whatever just to quietly whatever the posture and the time just to breathe in and breathe out as a reminder to be clear and present and not lost in the, the stream of thought. Then <coughs> turning the attention to the body, for those for whom it's supportive and beneficial, this exploration of the painful areas, always of course keeping the opportunity alive to change the posture uh, if necessary, and with the uh, painful uh, areas, a clear sign that one's actually in touch with the pain is when one is really is noticing the kind of changes that are going on. When it's just pain, it, and that's as a singular, often an indication perhaps of some resistance or desire to control or whatever. So the connecting with the pain, we'll see the strength of it, the epicenter of it, the edges of it, uh, the variety of it. And it can be that the language of pain may fade and drop through the calmness and the clarity, and it might fade into a description which says, oh, this is a, a very strong sensation. Yeah. The working with the pain, the contribution to dissolving some of the uh, of the pain and if it does begin to fade into a kind of noticeable distinct <coughs> strong sensation just see if you can expand the awareness at that time and then really to include uh, the whole of the body really present and available to the whole of the body right there. always as we did um, with the third day and that addressing and being in touch with the uh, whole of the body there is the witnessing of the object 
the object is not me, not myself, no, not who I am, it's an objective interest, an uh, object of mindfulness, of meditation. And then the clear seeing of that, there's less I and my landing on it, there is that uh, receptivity to that, and recognizing it as the formations of nature, organic life, DNA, processes, and so forth. Learning to see more regularly and clearly uh, in that way, and recognizing and appreciating in the purely descriptive terms that we can easily and usefully use this language of uh, I and my. But the primary is really seeing... uh, uh, the physical uh, elements and the relationship to looking at that. We, with that, we can also just scan. We can move our attention uh, up and down through the body, feeling each and every uh, part of the body, and that power of mindfulness, meditation, going into the parts of the body, will bring us closer. We experience bodily life and the vitality of it much more closely. And uh, then from there, at that subtle level with regard to the feeling life, and the uh, feelings pleasant, unpleasant, or uh, in between, and noticing uh, that, and sometimes there is the strengthening uh, of those feelings. Sometimes they're very lovely and sweet and helpful way, the joys, the happinesses, the, the bliss, the friendships, the gratitude, the appreciation, and all of that really can touch and we can respond to it. And really recognize uh, that, uh, the blessings of all, all, all of that, and understanding as well that just to be mindful and vigilant, and not grasping onto it, and then uh, out of that getting lost in a story about it either about present or about uh, the future. And rather similarly, unpleasant uh, feelings may uh, arise and sometimes due to memory, maybe due to some of the challenges of the retreat or some unpleasant feelings about what might be in the future uh, and uh, uh, other matters. So those feelings may get strengthened, though that does make it very, very clear. But once again, the mindfulness, there's to try to catch things as early as possible and to see if things like fear, blame, anger, (coughs) anxiety are intensifying those feelings. Is there a way of being with the unpleasant uh, feelings without any of that acknowledging how you feel about uh, something um, without the intensification uh, uh, of it. And therefore recognition and acknowledgement that this is uh, taking place, which is (coughs) arising and staying for a while and passing as (coughs) as with everything else. With the day it's well worthwhile as well giving care and attention to the other aspects of the day. And in the other aspects, we might call it here the more kind of formless times. So there's the timetable for the day. The encouragement has been uh, given during the day to really um, make use of the fullness of the day 
And of course that might mean sometimes just the quiet periods that might be in your uh, room and other activities from the washing of clothes to taking of the bath to the food there to quiet times just on the, on the lawn really do recognize and appreciate in those more formless times quiet mindfulness is there the sense of the presence is there and really having a sense that the fullness of the day includes the form as reflected with the timetable (coughs) and plenty of other occasions during the day and it's this integration and bringing together the form with the formless usual reminder with regard to uh, the silence please um, of course no use of the mobile phone in one's room at any time uh, there can be and is quite disturbing for someone else who is uh, in, in the room and uh, similarly uh, uh, out, outside so that one is really putting aside just for the few days here the kind of uh, which we call it the world of technology or the world of social media, uh, etc. Putting that to rest, as nearly everybody has done, and just really staying quietly in touch with one's experience of the day, and it's really undistracted, not getting lost in uh, uh, reading of books or using a phone or tablets or whatever it might be. Really, this, this is a week for just experience without that. Um, with uh, uh, the day uh, as well, in the uh, evening yesterday, or the afternoon, there was the uh, theme on the three kinds of uh, uh, emptiness. As I say, sometimes we really see the emptiness with regard to daydreams and fantasies, stories and beliefs and so forth, and sometimes just see through all of that and just how insubstantial uh, uh, all of of that uh, can be and then sometimes where there's the the holding and uh, and the clinging there and that what leads up to all of that contact, the impressions, feelings, wanting and uh, holding and sometimes when that construct and the views and opinions that go with it, begins to lose its potency, its grip over consciousness. There's an opening up and the recognition of the emptiness of all of those constructs which are going together. And then uh, uh, thirdly, uh, there in the explorations of uh, emptiness, there can be precious and wonderful periods in which there's a certain, in this case, um, say expansiveness which is taking place, might be quite natural and spontaneous, and with the sense of expansiveness there's not the grip on oneself, on the material uh, uh, world, there is a receptivity to the uh, kind of absence, not got a grip, a foothold over us, as the Buddha uh, commented there, and with uh, uh, all of that, the, un- the understanding of uh, emptiness, it, the common feature with all three is that there is a genuine, authentic sense of freeing us up, freeing up the being. 
that freeing up the being it makes the real contribution to allowing that which is deep and beautiful to emerge through it could be an insight and realizations uh, the voice of authority the expressions of love the movement of creativity uh, uh, the wonder of life the interconnectedness the greater seeing of dependent arising and much 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 more uh, there so it's not by experience and say oh I know emptiness because I have an expansive experience I know emptiness because I'm in this moment not holding or clinging on to a thing uh, there but there is a as I mentioned a, a certain authentic sense of it things are freeing up and it's that which is the key and the wisdom which can accompany it and that we're genuinely and uh, uh, deeply interested in there can be a real wish in these meditations understandably enough to go deeper it's the language of course in the meditations which do get used frequently there Um, and in all of that the meditations and the practices with the motivations and intentions are a contribution to moving out of the lightweight, out of the superficial, out of the chatter of the mind, out of the stories and all of that, to have the opportunity to go deeper. But there is a place, you'll have to find it, you'll have to see this, where the wish to go deeper, uh, and if it's stronger, the wanting to go uh, deeper, actually is the obstruction to going deeper. So there is a place for it, it is an extraordinary thing for human beings to go deeply into herself, deeply into uh, him, uh, himself. Sometimes it is hard uh, to do, of course. There can be a reaction to that, and quite often the reaction to that might be judging and blaming others, it might be putting oneself down, I can't do this, and uh, uh, so forth. It takes a certain patience uh, with this. Initially, as I said, the wish, that's the softer version of the wanting, wanting, uh, the wish to go deeper is precious and important, but even this wish may need to be quiet because that formation called the wish can be obstructing, it can be getting in the way. And therefore the mode of being, the mode of relationship to the deep is one of not wish to go there but rather a settling in a receptivity a state of just being and just being receptive as it were the deep comes to one uh, there and that can take place while being with the breath being with the body being with the feelings and being with the varieties of states of mind that instead of going to which is, can be helpful and useful and beneficial initially but the mode of being is one of settling in and letting that come allowing that to come we sometimes have an idea as one person pointed out with regard to insight uh, yesterday to me um, or to going deep we sometimes don't realize we're carrying an idea 
of what it means. It might be based on the previous experience or it might not. But the going deep, uh, there in the receptivity, there are numerous expressions of going deep. And sometimes the, the, the deep, in, something may happen uh, there and something begins to stand out uh, for us. It may be that sense of the deep is in some insights. It's in a certain quality of, ex- of uh, experience. It is in the informative voice that comes uh, to us. It's in the, in the blessings of the surprise moment, so, and many others. So our receptivity is not looking for a particular model of what it is to be deep, but it is a re- receptivity to that which emerges, quite often unexpected, unplanned, unthought of uh, as well, and it just comes through. We want to be receptive to those. Much insight and understanding and creativity and boldness and adventure and new initiatives and insights and wisdom and understanding all of that we are in a way making ourselves available for and it's really worthwhile to take a real uh, interest we had the inquiry um, uh, uh, yesterday evening and again sometimes in our listening the voice of the other in this case the two uh, uh, sitting here may touch something it resonates uh, with us it has a genuine sense that a word or a sentence or a theme is important to us <coughs> and when that, ha- that happens it's a real a sign in a way an indication uh, to us uh, there's something deep something important here for, for oneself and there's one person said to me at the end of the uh, last uh, retreat um, said to me oh with these uh, inquiry periods in the uh, 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 the evening and the person has listened to a number of them in recent years said um, they're much better than Netflix <laughs> hopefully <laughs> so the sometimes just in the interest, the curiosity, and the uh, uh, listening, as I say, something may resonate. Sometimes it happens. Happened here uh, currently. A person on the retreat um, may need lots of uh, uh, extra uh, support. It's happening for for uh, one person and uh, Dora and myself, uh, giving. Um, uh, support uh, as uh, uh, possible and just to bear that in mind if you are having some requests with regard to uh, uh, Dora do make the day the, the fullness of the day uh, uh, there in the fullness uh, uh, of the day it seems much much less of an effort to be here and uh, now the interest is alive and there uh, Finally, with the states of mind, uh, there you would see on the notice board, just drawing from uh, the Buddha's uh, words there, he gives lots of encouragement to appreciate and acknowledge what is present, but also what is absent. 
So there may have been during the day some wanting or neediness or demand on oneself or others and then you're sitting in meditation and it's quite clear to you this is absent. This is not being experienced. This is not present. Whatever it might be, fear, anxiety, worry, blame, um, whatever it might be about past, present or future and the recognition, sometimes the appreciation, right now in this experience, this is not there. This is not here. There. The reason that that is important is that it is easier when we, we begin to understand this to reconnect with it, to know it again. We know the experience of the absence of. And that finding and rediscovery of settling in. So absence of is important just as presence of. It can be, as was touched upon yesterday uh, with you, where there is some difficult state of mind, it might require a little reflection. What led up to this? What contributed to this? Was there any intention going on where I grabbed hold of something or whatever? And those small recognitions with the view to see what perhaps needs to be changed. Is there something here that needs to be changed so there isn't the feeding in to the problem, whatever the issue which is there. And finally, with the states of mind, sometimes yeah, there is, it could be with the form, that means breath and body and walking, standing and sitting, with it, also a sense of quite uh, this uh, openness and expansiveness there, and also without it. With these ex uh, experiences, there can be the contrast. So what I mean by that, one can have you know, precious experiences there, say expensive. Um, but then to recognize too, you might feel later, some other time, quite contracted. Contracted around the story, a contraction around the body, say, okay, that's expensive, but now there's a, some contraction going on here. Um, what ways can I explore, work with this contraction? There may be a, a, a period in which there is a lot of calm and clarity. That calm and clarity also can generate and make the space for things to uh, arise and then one finds one's mind lost in daydreams or flighty or, or stories or projections which are, are going on. And so sometimes the beneficial one quite often within 24 hours, 48 hours, may contribute, in fact, to the releasing of the other. The kind of simple analogy is at home, you're boiling some water, you put the, uh, the potatoes uh, in the water, and then after a period of time, some froth begins to rise to the surface. Uh, then and then one cleans the froth off, the black froth, the dark off the top. And sometimes the meditation uh, world is a little bit like that. And to do one's practice, and then some things surface, go to the surface, and then to clear uh, off there. 
with the um, um, the other one um, as well sometimes in the meditation the mindfulness and the concentration is really steady and clear and beneficial uh, there it may fade energy and interest and numerous other factors and then recognizing aha at this time it's more challenging quality of the mindfulness seems less concentration seems much less can I just be with this experience as it is without producing a lot of reactive views about myself okay mindfulness is low meditation is low purpose and interest is low and say so, okay that is the fact that is the state of mind currently without grabbing hold of that state of mind and then reacting against it putting oneself down I'm not doing it properly I should be getting further by now and all the other nonsense it's just the bare fact uh, there and if you stay with the bare uh, fact quietly with it it will change again and uh, and the renewal um, will uh, continue uh, uh, there <laughs> similarly sometimes what a person may say when people say gosh this I really feel you know, really free you know, nothing is troubling there's no problems it's really 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 free and it's uh, a lovely and precious thing to recognize and to uh, uh, acknowledge and after all teachings are really pointing in this uh, direction there the sentence uh, of that of course also may fade uh, away and one then might feel a bit caught up in something some old clinging and habit pattern uh, there. okay let me work with this see if I can dissolve that and then perhaps quite naturally that sense of being quite free in an unproblematic uh, wisdom and clarity then it can return breath, pain, body feelings states of mind this is the rhythm and what might be helpful for you with regard to this is that sometimes right at the beginning of a sitting or a beginning of a walking <coughs> one just makes one a priority just to make one of them a priority uh, there and staying quietly steady with it it may be there's some wish in that period to expand out but it's not a case of kind of oh I'll try this for a few minutes this meditation object and I'll try that and jumping around so you may use one through the continuity of the sitting, walking, standing or reclining or you must take, might take one let that develop for a while then expand it to another all, all, all is fine, no hierarchy so one might start with one and move to another I leave it to you but keeping clear uh, about this and remembering that the <coughs> feeling level is a very healthy factor in all of them so it's not dry keeping the feeling factor so uh, let's have a, a meditation together employing one of the uh, uh, meditations that we've been uh, uh, engaged in together during the, during the days here <coughs>